Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We made it to the month of December. John Moran going to be back this month. Not tonight. Not tonight. As the Grizzlies play Dallas on the road. But, yes, this month. It's coming, y'all. It's coming. Got to get through. Grizz tip-off against Dallas. 6.30 p.m. tonight. Of course, you can hear pregame here on 92.9 FM ESPN starting at 6 o'clock. Grizzlies, last I looked, 9.5 point underdogs against Luka and crew. Oh, it's always tough against the Mavs. Cowboys, tougher than it needed to be, it felt like. Weren't getting any sacks. But I guess they did get the pressure when they needed to. Uh, in the end, on Geno Smith, they win 41-35. We will talk about that and whether or not Dallas is truly a contender. I'm sure that will come up. Conference championship weekend in college football. Uh, so much to get to. Memphis on the road at Ole Miss in college basketball this weekend. I've got my man, my brother, John Martin, with me. I've got our boss and producer, Brad Carson, with me. I'm feeling full. My cup, John, overfloweth. It, but it really is not. Is it? It is. If we're, well, we need to be transparent. Because I, I didn't even get to the best part, but you'll get to that when you say. Well, yes, yeah. but at least but, for me, that's why. I'm, that's why I'm feeling blessed. We need to be transparent about about what? What's wrong? The cup is uh, the opposite of overflowing. We've oh, got a little bit of an issue here. You mean like literally? Yeah. yeah. So you know, one of the things that I have to have when I do this show, and it's just part because I don't do coffee. Yeah, sure I have to have uh, the the caffeine. Right, that might take the form of Diet Mountain Dew. Today, it's going to take the form of Mountain Dew Zero. For you, you have to have Coke. And what you have done is you have dropped the ball. I don't have Coke. As uh, Big Baller Brand South would say, you have dropped the ball. There's Coke in the machine right. in the building, but right. the machine won't take my dollars. It's an exact change only. So I'm really, I'm hurting a little bit. Yes. Uh, other than the Coke, my cup still runneth over. Yes. There's, there's so much to look forward to this weekend. Yeah, I think And tonight. Uh, oh, uh, Houston, too. Houston high football. Because you weren't going to mention it. I, I, I've been, I've been, uh, my my pant leg has been pulled on that one. Well, you used to be tied in real, real tight with them, so yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad it has been pulled. They're taking on Oakland yes. this weekend for the state championship. It's first time in a while a Memphis team has been up there to do this. Mm-hmm. And so shout out to the Houston Mustangs. Hopefully going to win us a state title this weekend. Very excited, but yes, uh, as it as it relates to the uh, as it relates to that vending machine, uh, that is Cambio Exacto, amigo. You better have that exact dinero. Now I see what you were looking up. The so last 10 so um, so does Brad is he will do this? Do you have seventy five cents? Can we get a seventy five cent raise? I would give you the raise because you deserve all of it, but... You don't carry change. I don't have change. I'll tell you, this dollar bill thing in this vending machine is pissing me off, though. I've been down there several times. I got one been... quarter. We only need 50 Maybe seven. we could pull. I might have two. I'll go look. Yeah, yeah. We're not, we can't, can't do it all the show, show, but I appreciate exactly this, right. Well, look, I mean, we, yeah, we, we sort of have, have to... Might actually have more. We used to have... Okay, not to go inside baseball. We, we used to have with the vending machine... And, and, and look, pull back the curtain a little bit. I understand it's not as much of a... What we got the Lord, now? The Lord has blessed me. I have three quarters in my pocket. I told you oh, my cup runneth over. Now, make it. sure it's not... It might be a dollar. I didn't realize... That's what I I didn't think the Coke's was 75 cents. It's just not taking the dollars right now. That's the problem. You got to find one more quarter. I think it's a dollar to 
be safe. Is it? But it may be. Now you tell me cents. I need more. But but just the Lord ain't got the. I ain't got a dollar and quarters. Like I had seventy five cents. Well, he he got you seventy five percent of the way there, bro. I mean, you're gonna have to come up with the other twenty five percent. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We used to have a lot more people in this building than we do now, and so uh, it has become uh, less of a priority. Oh, unfortunately, that, that's everywhere. That's everywhere. Yeah, it's, yeah but I'm just saying the vending machine has become less of a priority, right? Than it used to be. I mean, it used to be like yeah, thirty Thank you forty. For really people. pulling the curtain back, and now it's and, and it also used to take credit card, and it doesn't do that anymore. Okay, so now you have to, you know, nobody carries cash for right. the most part. Yep. At least I don't. You know, the new school doesn't. Old school might. New I got some because uh, somebody dropped some on me last night, but I usually don't. Somebody have dropped some on you yeah, last I have night. A little what, extra cash. What, what are you doing? I don't. Maybe I shouldn't be saying that around here. It, man says somebody dropped it off. What, what you doing, bro? You got a side hustle? No, no. Uh, old pops, all he deals in is cash. Oh, uh, okay. And so, so if you, he runs over his tab and what he's got in his pocket, well, then my card's got to come out. We had a similar situation. Gotcha. Simmons Bank that is now cashless, as you that's know. That's right. That's right. Old man is carrying around cash. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Didn't, so so we've had to you play had that to, game. You had to cover for Trans, dad. Well, it's funny It's funny you mentioned your dad. Yeah, I had to before because you did. I didn't mean to. He's going to come on the show today. Hey. He's going to join us uh, for the first time. Together, you and I both on the show at the same time for the first time, I think, in five years. Now, he did come on, I think, last year. Yeah, I had him in uh, early November. Been over a year, but it was early November on a solo show. You yeah. We're going to one of your uh, worldly spots. Exactly. I can't remember which trip that was. Yeah, I don't know. They all start, it's all, the, um, but the yeah, we were they here all run together. Had him there, but you didn't get a chance. Correct. It's been a while since I have we not spoke, caught up right? with him. And you, as you know, your dad is one of my absolute favorite human beings. So, uh, it is always fun to, to catch up with him, and so we'll talk to him. And I'm just curious, was he in town? Was that the occasion when while he was on last year? Was no, he- no, no. I remember a uh, hurricane was bearing down on him in gotcha. Belize there. And, gotcha. Uh, I needed a guest. He was in an emergency situation. It sounded like it made for good radio, you know what I'm saying? There you go. And that's how I do, that's how I do so it. So this is his first time back in Memphis in a, in a while then, right? Oh, yeah, it's been a couple of years. Yeah, so we'll, we'll talk to him about just his thoughts on the city, on, on Memphis yeah. basketball. Because he's been out and about. Memphis football right. game. Games, right, yeah. so um, looking forward to catch up with Les Smith. Picks, maybe, maybe a pick, maybe. You know, it's been a while, Les. Well, that's when he got rid of us because he, he was putting too much pressure on for bets from Belize. That's right, um, <clears throat> and it's hard to win. He went out a winner. He, he would put him a lot of pressure on him. So he went out a winner, uh, and so uh, he'll join us at one twenty-five. Anthony Sang going to be in studio at eleven twenty-five. Talk to him about the Grizzlies. They got to win, um, and just get his thoughts on the, you know the rest of these. What is it? Eight. These eight games without yes, John eight, Morant. Eight, John. Got to uh, get two of them. Don't can they forget. do that? Can they do that? We'll get At into At least we're in December, right? We're it is crazy uh, that we're be in back. December, bro. He's going to be December. back very soon. It's December soon. 2023. Yeah. So in honor of December, Christmas coming up, man. I know you're excited about that. Oh, yeah. Excited fr- about not having any money. Excited about not having any money. You know, the first uh, edition of Excited Blessed. of the month of December. Blessed. Let's get Blessed. it, man. Let's talk about the things that Jason Smith might or might not be excited about. Unfortunately, this is the first edition that will not include a Memphis football game. Damn. I know. It's tough. But the season is mostly over. I went back and looked. 15th in the country in offensive efficiency. Wow. Cramsey ball. That's pretty That's pretty damn impressive. It is. Is he in the mix for another job? I have no idea. All right. I'd like to keep him around, though. Uh, but probably what's more important is just that you keep yeah, set. So. Yeah. 112th in defense if you carried out at 133, and that is why, John, we are not in the AAC championship. Mm, that's very simple. That's awesome. It's very simple. All right. Uh, let's get it going. Um, Memphis basketball headed down to Oxford. I am told via Parth that it is a stone cold sellout. Sellout. Yeah, Memphis, Memphis just said that we're going here down here to do a sellout at the Pavilion. Yeah, so it is a sellout they, there. hot to get you down there. At the Pavilion. How excited are you for this game on Saturday at 1 o'clock? A little tough, because I'll be doing some assistant coaching at the same time, so I can't watch. Wow. That's a little bit of the excitement out for me. I'll be depending on you early for updates. Um, listen, I, 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 I was looking through the Memphis game notes and did not realize that Memphis has not won down there since 2005. Now, that's not – it sounds like it's more games than it is. It's three road losses down there in a row. So this has been a tough place for you to win. Ultimately, yes, from Ken Palm analytics to your eyeballs, everything tells you Memphis has more talent. And Ole Miss will be adding a little bit, especially defensively, and having Musa Cisse available, the former Tiger and former Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, right? 
Uh, you're adding that to what they've got with Jamarian Sharp. That's two seven-footers. Uh, they're top five, top ten in the country in block percentage. So they can uh, – and it's Chris Beard coaching this team. So, you know, defensively they can get after you um, and, and change some shots. But ultimately Memphis has way more talent, especially offensively. And, John, it's 6-1 uh, and one for Penny against the SEC last two years. This is one you got to get the only loss, Alabama last year. Mm. He's beating all the other SECs he's faced. Got to get this one. Got to get this. If you beat Arkansas, yep. beat Ole Miss. Yep. Um, I, I, obviously, it's a it's a massive game. I, you it's know, an exciting I, game. I will be I will be a but, little surprised if Memphis is indeed a favorite. I know Kim Palm has them as a three point favorite. But, they may open as that. I don't think they will remain that. But because it's quad two, you know, I can't get fully excited. You know what I'm saying? Because Ole Miss, what are they one 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 oh two over at Kim Palm? Yeah. You know, you can't. This isn't some high level SEC club. Although, right. again, you got to pay. You got to give res- extra level of respect. I do because of Chris Beard yeah, and look, his I, coaching ability. I think it's a, a very part of him. it's yep. a very underrated game. No question about they it. Can get they can get you. Yeah, they just, they just got NC State. Uh, Chris Beard said Penny Hardaway is one of the best coaches in our game. Well, that's the flattery before he tries to kill you. He said he thinks that because his teams have identity. He's a great recruiter. He's shown the ability at Memphis when players change, the identity stays the same, and this team is no different. Well, that actually sounds genuine. So He says, I'd yeah. argue that when they're playing the way that I'm sure they want to play, they're as good as anybody in college basketball. So, okay. I mean, that's, you know, I think that I, I agree with you. I think it's yeah, I think that, it is no, genuine. I should have listened to it all. Yeah, he says, we'll have to play our best 40 minutes of the season at this point to have success in this game. They're 96th offensively, 116th defensively. So, again, when you just look at the numbers, I know you see 6-0, and and they are coming off a pretty impressive win against NC State just in the sense that that was a top 100 win for them. Didn't have one of those. You need to win this game. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, let's start with tonight. 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 The kickoff championship weekend in college football. The Oregon Ducks. Whack, whack. Against the Washington Huskies, I think that number is now uh, Oregon minus seventy-eight and a half. Yep. Um, how excited are you for this one in Las Vegas, the last ever Pac-12 championship game? I'm very, I'm more excited now than I was, and this is why. It feels like everybody's on the Oregon side. Um, Jeffrey was making the point of this. He was on that Oregon side where many of us have been coming into this game, especially the way they played. Um, but it's too many folks, John. And you're giving me 78 and a half points. 78 and a half. And now, now I'm sort of rooting for Penix because after even taking care of him earlier this season, everybody's saying you're going to go in here and get clobbered. And they've uh, most uh, to the effect that most have Oregon already in the you know and got them penciled in their college football playoff. And so I am now rooting for Washington, and I'm taking the points. Uh, but but more excited about this last one, right? Pac-12 conference yes. champ- championship game. This last one than uh, than certainly I was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, Oregon it's, is a hell of a team now. Don't are. get me wrong; I'm they not are. underestimating them. They're, Lanning's done a hell of a job. It's out to ten. At, oh man, God, give me Penix and the points. I mean, is it really going to be that much of a bloodbath? That seems kind of nuts to give me. Give me Penix and the points. I'm on the other side now, especially because yeah. all y'all are we're on Oregon. Jeffrey's right, man, and you've told me this before. All that going that way, give me the other side. Yeah, no, it's kind of nuts that it's uh, it's kind of disrespectful. But some of the sharper books have it at eight and a half. So I mean, do your. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I mean, I just I think ten is probably the last stop there. No, you gave um, me seven eight and a half, so I feel real good. I mean, I think you're gonna get home with that. Uh, yep. With uh, with yep. eight and a half, or excuse me, seventy eight and a half. Yeah, uh, I feel good. But uh, did you? I told you a couple runners over. Uh, did you put the uh, you, you you liquidated right for that one? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, that's a, that'll be a fun one. I'm, I I I too am very excited about this one in Vegas. I mean, it's a Friday night. Not a, not much not else going, going on. Yeah. <laughs> you surprised around not going yeah. to Vegas back to World Championship? Yeah. No, I have no connection, unfortunately, to the Pac-12. Otherwise, I could have probably uh, I could have probably Made justified it, it quite yeah. honestly. All right, sticking with conference champ- uh, championship weekend. S E C. Georgia, Bama, winner in, loser, probably out. Though I guess it depends. It depends. If Georgia doesn't have a conference championship and everybody else does. Yes, it still depends on what happens. But uh, it it, it feels like what we can definitively say, winner is in. Georgia hanging around about a five, five and a half point favorite here. Um, How excited are you for this one? I'm excited, but a little less so because... I think Milrow has been a great story this year. And sadly, it will come to an end this this weekend. He will be exposed. Right? He's not 
he's done a heck of a job adjusting and, and showing that he's more than just an athlete who can run the ball and occasionally pass it. Like, they, they've run some offense. They've adjusted around him. And it's been a great story of a guy who demoted at one point, remained a good teammate, earned it back. Alabama's rolling. Great coaching job by Nick Saban to make the adjustments in that offense. But all of that said, I just watched them make a ton of mistakes last week. And this is a Georgia defense that hyped up. The, again, knowing that if it loses, there is a possibility that it is out. This is a Georgia team going to be hitting on all cylinders like it was most of the time when it played the best the best teams on its schedule this year. And so, unfortunately, the great Jalen Milrose story comes to an end here. And Georgia rolls! Georgia rolls, huh? Excited. So I'm not as excited because... Jalen's going to get a little exposed here. I think it's going to be a classic. I really do. I think it's going to be a classic game. And, really? Uh, yeah, I do. Well, I think you, you picked Bama to win the whole I, thing. Yeah, I have. I have you got to stick to that. The team of destiny, brother. You know that. Fate is and intervened. That, that, you just woke up one day and thought that? Or is that something you saw specifically in this offense? Well, it was, it was that said, Milrow, this is my national champion. It was Milrow losing the job, then getting the uh, job back. We know that story. You got yeah. a respect burger for it. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be on Disney+. But, Plus. Okay. Again, though, we're all out of respect burgers for Alabama. Yeah, my kid, you know, it's funny. Like, I'll watch this football game, and she will not want to watch it. But if I turn on a basketball game, she loves it. She loves basketball. Well, you should feed into that. She does not. She's not doing the football, though. She just can't get behind the football thing. Chris, Chris again. Football to kids feels like piles up three yards, piles. Right. Much it's slower not, action, right. yeah. You, you have to get a little older. Basketball, At least for me, the that camera was the pans, There's yeah. action all the time. Yeah. Camera, exactly. Camera's panning. Yeah, those kids love the camera pan. Yeah. There's there's very little action, if you think about it, between it's the 100%. play calls, the clock, and football. Four hours. There's very little action. 50 minutes action. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that is definitely... A, I think that, we're, that's what's going on with Riles. I, I, I do want to ask you, AAC Championship game, Tulane minus three. Will you be tuned into this one to see at least who wins this one? No. You will not watch it all. I, I suspect Tulane is going to win with uh, with SMU's quarterback issue. So, okay, uh, no, and and I want Willie Fritz to stay. So we got something to beat next year, something real to beat. That's Tulane without Willie Fritz next year. You ain't you ain't accomplished nothing, right? Or as much if you're Ryan Silverfield and you're beating him. So I want Tulane to win, and I'm hopeful that uh, they're able to retain Willie Fritz. Uh, and then finally, Grizzlies back in action, going for a second straight win on the road at Dallas. Tonight at 6.30, pregame, of course, here on 99 FM ESPN. Numbers nine and a half. Yes. Not very excited about this. This is not one of the two we circled. In fact, we've counted it as a loss. I'd be shocked if all of a sudden Memphis has the formula for Luka, who owns yes. you pretty much, what yes. we're talking about here. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you, it's a first of a back-to-back. Maybe that means Derrick Rose is going tonight because you figure he's going on one of them. I don't know. Maybe you play him in the one you think you can win more. Maybe that. Maybe that's tonight. Um, but, no, man, it's... I'm focused on Detroit and Houston. And, uh, yeah, it'd just be a pleasant surprise if Memphis could pull off the upset tonight. They're big underdogs. Yeah, uh, it's a tough ask. I'll be watching probably the Pac-12, but I'll tune in. I'll I'm, see. I'm excited about tonight that we'll be yeah. down to seven. That'll be for John Moran to get back. That's like right. We're getting right. close now. It made it to December. What is it, December 19th against New Orleans? Yeah. We're getting close. A yeah. couple of weeks. Uh, anyway, that's the uh, that is excited. I'm excited for 125. Excited. I'm also excited for Anthony Sane. When he comes in, he'll join us. We'll talk to him about all this and more Grizzlies. Uh, maybe get his thoughts on Mikey Williams as well. Yeah, yeah. I want to get some more thoughts from you on that. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do all that today on the show. Stick around. Jason and John, are you trying to... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Anthony Sane is the host of the Anthony Sane Show on Bluff City Media. Make sure you're checking it out. Try to feature with Grizz Twitter, independent journalist, founder of Asylum Media Group, father of five-star 2032 multi-sport prospect Gabriel Sane. He's kind enough to join us on Fridays. You can follow him on X. You should be already at Sane Asylum. He joins us now, and he joins us with news. He just let me know uh, off-air that Luka Doncic, uh, that injury designation has changed. He is out tonight. Boy, does that possibly change things? What you say was saying personal reason? Yeah, he said hey. he's out for personal reason. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Real quick, I do have an update on the uh, 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 Gabriel Sane recruiting uh, Memphis situation. Leading. Yeah, um, where are we now? Gabe has told me that um, that it comes down to what Memphis does this offseason, as far as coaching is concerned. Um, oh, I kind of oh, new defensive coordinator. No, it's. I don't know if if you watch if you watch today's episode, answer the same show later on on podcast. We do discuss you know if Ryan, Smith, me and Jonathan C. Smith of eighty eight point five, we discuss um, you know some some coaching possibilities for Memphis and we the person who I name is who is who Gabe is saying you know if that guy's the coach when he's when he is available it, it could in thirty two yeah in two thousand thirty two okay and who, and who, is, yeah. who is this that you're endorsing? It, it's, a, it's a sneak preview man you oh, gotta go okay. check out the podcast oh, man, he's he, he, he trying to he's trying to yeah. you know he 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 don't he don't get the show I mean, it it just adds to it yeah, yeah. I mean he's trying to he, we need people it adds to, to watch the, it bro, adds to right? the he's cranking up man yeah. he's cranking up for sure. I must know I'm gonna y'all make sure you're checking that out. Um, now do you give Grizzlies how much more of a chance? We had circled two wins, um, not these next two, obviously, but at Detroit and one of the Houston games. Uh, how much better are you feeling about tonight's game and the chance that the Grizzlies could steal this one knowing that Luka's out? I guarantee a win. I'm going to tell you why. What? Uh, I am having another watch party today. We did another rebrand. Uh, last time I talked, the, the branding was uh, Ballys ain't working. Uh, now we have the new one, Grizz fan, Grizz fan crisis support. It's, the, it's today's theme for the watch party tonight mm-hmm. at six thirty at Hooters. We won the last game uh, it, that we had a watch party for, which is San Antonio Spurs. It just seems like the mojo is going good, man. I look up and I see Luka Doncic is out. I'm going to put this down as a dub. Two game win streak when Anthony Sain has a watch party at Hooters. So come out and check it out at six thirty tonight. Be a part of the good energy, the good mojo. We are going to get this dub tonight. I, hey, but all the jokes aside, no, that's not a joke. We did win the last game, but. Um, I, I got us winning these next three. Just, I think we're going to win tonight. We're going to pull out the next two. Hey, something oh, you, happened. You man. on that fruity juice. Coach, Coach Marcus Smart. Coach Marcus Smart did make something so, happen. So man. it was Marcus Smart's rant or the players-led yes. practice before? Which the, one? The player-led practice didn't just happen out of nowhere, bro. It was Coach Smart making that happen. Have we given Coach Smart too much power? No. He needs more. If, if Bro, like, I've... Let's just make him player coach. I haven't, I haven't said this. I've but, been kind of like... Been pretty. Do you lose your voice if you're just letting the players? Here, this this is what I'm, this is what I'm saying. I've been pretty, like indifferent about Coach Jenkins. Like you mm-hmm. know, what I mean, I, I haven't really had many bad things to say about him because there, there are a lot of good things to say about him. But the things that I had that were negative to say, I kind of sat on those, right? So I'm like, okay, we're winning, whatever. So what? what why would I criticize this type of stuff? But you know, in the playoffs, I always have my critiques to say about what he does. Yeah, bro. I'm I'm looking at everything. <laughs> I'm looking at everything with, with a uh, with a different lens on Coach Jenkins now, man. And the fact that Marcus Smart had to go there to get this these other that balls rolling. That concerned me. That's that's not a that's not good to me, bro. Because like I said, that the whatever response he had that had them what had him do with the rotations like he did the other night and play the guys who were ready to play. That should have happened after that Portland loss when they were up ten with uh, like a minute to go and lost. Like that should have happened then. Not game 16, bro. Like, that's – and then I'm hearing – seeing people on Twitter saying, well, you know, these guys shouldn't have to be motivated. Nah, that's the coach's job, man. Mm-hmm. When, when the coach sees that things aren't going right, mm-hmm. he needs to hit the reset button and do what he needs to do to get things right. 
And after game, that shouldn't happen after game 16. And that team played like a totally different team than tonight. Yeah, that that uh, uh, Utah team isn't a great team, but that team just came out there and smacked them two games in a row in the last few weeks. And I think that's a that's a coaching thing, man. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, bro. What sounded the alarm to me that made me just take all the veils off my eyes is seeing domesticated Dylan Brooks in Houston. Like, that, like, it's like with all the stuff that we say about Dylan, I, I came on here the entire offseason. I said that situation is going to be a train wreck in Houston because in, I'm in Udoka. His biggest coaching job is he's going to be coaching the babysitter and the kids at the same time. Yeah. And that is not happening in Houston. He's found a way to – Get Dylan Brooks on his side, and it was immediate. We haven't seen any drama. Dylan isn't taking a lot of shots. He's just going out there playing defense. He's taking open threes, and that's it. He's not trying to be anything. And that that is a coaching indictment to me on Taylor Jenkins, and it's the same guy who it took Marcus Smart, one of the most respected players in the league, to get a hold of his team and start calling guys out. And when he said they had a player-led practice, I guarantee you he was Coach Marcus Smart at their practice. I guarantee you he was doing the barking and getting 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 fire lit up on the guys. And that probably led to Coach Jenkins saying, okay, let me play the guys who are going to actually come out here and show the effort. And we saw that for sure. And it woke up Zaire Williams. It woke up um, David Wright. I don't know if Zaire. that's – Yeah, I don't know if, if David – I don't know if – I don't know if playing hard made David Wright make shots. But we just saw a totally different effort by this team uh, the other night. So hopefully this is something that can ride this momentum for this last eight games and just, you know, once you start getting guys Man. back healthy, you got uh, X coming back. You assume yeah, this, he's questionable. Yeah, there, uh, Smart and Canard. You hope those guys can be back over the next eight games. Hopefully, when Jaws here, we got a much different looking team than we've had, you know, over the last. Well, that I'm gonna say I'm a little surprised. Guarantee. This feels like a uh, saying saying the Grizzlies have turned a corner with uh, with Rose. Hey, they look good, Roddy man. The like, Do you really think you're gonna get that out of Rose and Roddy? No, I mean, I, I think you're gonna get. I think you're gonna get a different effort from this team, and I think you'll get less. There, I think that. I think that Marcus Smart talk did something to this team. I see. Getting called out like that by a vet, and it's all over Twitter and people all over the internet, and the people seeing. I mean, that's what they brought him here to do, man. That is you know true. I mean? so, that is true. Um, I think that ty- that type of stuff matters, man. When a guy uh, calls guys out, and like I said, that's that's uh, that's strike number two as far as me and Taylor Jenkins, man. As far as this season goes, like I said, seeing yeah, seeing Dylan Brooks be that guy in Houston. Like I- I'm the guy who will say, yeah. Uh, playing on a bad team as a rookie hurt Dylan. Uh, the team blowing him up, you know, as as a young player, a young star hurt Dylan. Um, seeing Ja come to the team, seeing Jaron come to the team, seeing Desmond Bain come to the team, all those things, I, I, I understand all of that. But at the end of the day, man, that situation in Houston is way wilder than anything he went to in Memphis because that team was literally a bunch of kids. And, and, and you tell me that same guy – you took that guy and put him on a team with a bunch of kids, younger players who have not proven anything. Yeah, and he's acting the way he's acting over there. That's coaching, bro. And and, and I think, like I said, as far as Taylor Jenkins goes, that's two major strikes as far as I, I'm concerned. Seeing that and then seeing, yeah, it took a player on your team to make these guys play like they give a crap this season. So, yeah, I, that, those two things mean something to me for sure. I don't know if they're gonna. I mean, obviously, it's still you know it, it increases your chances. I still think it's hard to go down there and win in Dallas, but. Yeah, it certainly got a better chance to do it right now than yeah. you did yeah, 10 minutes ago. Line's much different. I, I want to go back to the Jenkins conversation, though, because, mm. you know, I think the, sim- the, the, the simpletons, that's how I'm going to refer to them, mm. the simpletons will tell you, well, you know, he has nothing. So, well, it was always going to be like this. Mm. It was always going to be like this. Yeah, of but course. It, yeah. In an NBA context, though, right, aren't there levels to it? Yeah. Aren't there levels to, okay, we, you don't have this. It's a lot in between. Right. We're not talking how, about it. How, yeah. how, how does it look? Mm-hmm. With what you have, right. is it doesn't that I don't I I never get attached to any Grizzlies coach that comes through here. Mm-hmm. Is that is that never because mm-hmm. I know it's all fickle, bro. Yeah, like Jaeger, Hollins, uh, Bickerstaff, like you know, uh, Tisdale. These guys get fired. Yeah. It, it's the way it goes. And Taylor Jenkins is going to get fired someday. It's yeah. the way it goes. He's I mean, already worn out his welcome. He's been here longer than yeah. most coaches in the NBA. He's already on his, his expiration date is already on the bottom. So like, <laughs> I'm, I'm asking you to sort yeah. of speculate here. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think that maybe, but you know, has this stretch, do you think, soured the front office's opinion on it? Should it? It should, yeah. You think it should? It should, for sure. Like, I had this. I talked about this in my podcast. I even talked about it in a Grizzly space. I popped in and did a, uh, a rare appearance in the Grizzly space, and I talked about this. And uh, if you look throughout history, whenever teams have these down years, like teams that are typically good have a down year. And I talked about the San Antonio Spurs year 
um, the last few years with the Spurs. You know what I mean? You saw stretches of play in games where you were like, man, Popovich, is, this is why he's a GOAT. Like, he can take this talentless team and force the Grizzlies to. Every time we played the Spurs the last few games, yep. we barely beat those dudes with those bad teams he had. You know yeah. what I mean? When we were full strength, Steven Adams, Brandon Clark, all those guys. He was getting those young teams to play over their head. You know what I mean? Miami, the season after LeBron James left. Uh, Eric Spolster, you saw, oh, man, this is why yep. Eric Spolster is the real deal. Uh, you go back to that Phoenix season when um, – uh, what's his name? He's not even, he's not even coaching anymore. But um, Monty? No, Jeff Hornacek. Oh. When he had the oh, team yeah, yeah, about yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. That was like really playing over their heads, right? Like there's it's countless numbers of these times where you see teams that all of a sudden something happened where their talent on the court just isn't the same. But you see these good coaches have stretches of play, games of play, seasons of play where these teams play over their head. And you feel like, oh, man, he really squeezed everything he could out of that team. I haven't seen a single game where I feel like, man, Taylor Jenkins really coached, coached that team and turned a, a L into a W. Like, I, I haven't seen that at all. That Spurs game, maybe. Some other factors played into that game for sure. But um, I, just don't, I just don't see anything in him that makes me think, yeah, we're down, but we, we've got an awesome coach too. It seems like we're down and our coach is down too. It seems like he's going down, you know, with the ship. So, uh no, he's not going down with the ship. I, mean, I actually said that the other way around because we're, right. we're taking all the blame off of him. Like we're, it's, it's like we can't criticize anything he's doing. We're just throwing this blanket of, oh, injuries. Yeah, the injuries, of course. Like that's the main factor why we're not as good as, as we could be. But you know, I think that a real a good coach could have squeezed two to three more games out of this this first 16, well, 17 we played so far. Yeah. Yeah, that's just where I am. And also, again, it's just the competitiveness. Yeah. There are a few games that really stick in my craw in terms of, like, not losing breaking. to Utah twice, man. Come on, losing to Utah that twice. Loss, going three straight games without breaking a hundred points. Yeah, you know, it's like that's the kind of stuff where you're getting not making any adjustments on defense. You're getting your back blown out at home against Phoenix without Kevin Durant. You score eighty nine points. Yeah, like I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, come on, man. Like, like coaching comes in there. Yeah, I know, and I know we we have a roster that's depleted with injuries so far, but at the beginning of the season, I mean, you're talking about missing Xavier Tillman, Marcus Smart, Luke Kennard. Those are your three main injuries. You knew at the beginning of the season you weren't going to have Steven Adams. Yep. At the beginning of the season you weren't going to have Brandon Clark. Nobody was saying the Grizzlies are going to be one of the worst teams in the West. People still said the Grizzlies are going to be good. You know, they're going to be top four, they're going to be top six, something like that. Nobody was saying, oh, without Steven Adams and without Brandon Clark, the Grizzlies are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Last year, the Grizzlies without Brandon Clark, without Steven Adams, not not counting the games they had already won with, with those guys. Their winning percentage with, with those two guys missing was still – 55, 56% without those two guys out there. We still would have been second in the West last year if you're just talking about winning percentage. Yep. So you you can't just you can't just say, oh, yeah, injuries have destroyed the season. They have. I mean, I'm not saying they haven't. But you're talking – we've saw this team as much as full strength was going to be, and they still didn't look like they were playing good basketball. Yep. And um, like I said, a lot of things change when John Morant comes, but I think – I hope that the front office is looking at what they really have in Taylor Jenkins because it seems like in, in years past – We've been winning kind of in spite of him, not really because of him at all. Um, well, that's a strong opinion on Taylor Jenkins. Um, you had pointed it out It was the me, Dylan Brooks thing, man. That did it. I, <laughs> that I just don't eyes, see man. how y'all can judge him now when he has you, – you, you've you acknowledged I'm not going to say he got in, nothing. Right. He's got two all-stars you, you don't, you, two all-star You can't level get players. final judgment till Jaws back and mm-hmm. you can see Oh, yeah, for sure. I, and I, that's and just I'll, the And line. I'll do that. But even then, I'll, I, I mean, I'm not going to act like he learned how to coach because he got John Moran back. Oh no, no, I get all that. Yeah, it, it'll be. I think things are gonna get way better, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give him a. Not gonna give him immunity from from criticism because those guys. No, nah, he should not have immunity yeah. uh, whatsoever. Yeah. You pointed out to me, and it's something I mentioned in the in the opener. You know, mm-hmm. it feels like we're getting close to getting John Morant back. We're in the month of December, and I said December nineteenth. You mm-hmm. point out to me that Gilbert Arenas doesn't yeah. believe that John Morant will be coming back on December nineteenth of the nationally televised game yeah. against the Pelicans. What does he believe? He says what, he he didn't just say I believe this. He is like yeah. He said like he what was it standing is. on it. It sounds like his energy is like he heard something, man, because he's basically saying that. Uh, John Morant feels a way towards the NBA. He thinks John Morant feels a way towards the NBA, and he's not going to come back. He's going to ruin one of their national television game plans, and he wants to come back at home. I can think of a lot of reasons why he may want to come back at home. I want to see John destroy Tyrese Halliburton <laughs> in his first game. Yeah, which would then be December 21st against Indiana. Well, yeah, that game if, would if, be against if. Indiana. I, I, I ain't going to lie. I'd rather see him come back that game. Not saying I want to add another game as far as him missing, but – 
hey, I can see reasons why that would be a much more intriguing game than playing against New Orleans. But uh, I don't think Gilbert knows what he's talking about, but he's, he's standing on something. Like he, he almost sounded like he had talked to him. The way yeah. he was saying it sounded like he had right. talked to him. It sounded like he knew something he had, we don't know. You know what I mean? So um, we'll see, man. But Is it almost more pressure on you, though, if you come back at home against Halliburton? Than it would be if you made your debut if he on would, the road. If he hadn't I been, realize you got national yeah. television cameras on you, and the story will be about you. Bro, being we ain't back, worried but. about Halliburton, bro. I'm just saying, is it almost more pressure? His little Steve back at home, place gonna be crazy, and you got a a stud over on the other side. Don't nobody care about that bass backwards jumper, bro. You ain't ain't no stud when he he lays up against. He's going up against twelve, bro. And he ain't. Them folks don't play a lick of defense. Them folks give up 150 points rolling over out of bed, bro. And you know, Ja feels a way about that dude too. Oh, like, Halliburton, yeah. They've almost like replaced, like 100%. replaced his life. Like, hey, yeah. go be Ja Morant for us. Like, it's almost like they, hey, bro, they're y'all putting can them have out there. Light skin haters up in hey, here, hey, bro, hey, y'all can yeah, have that's that, what dude. it sounds like. People, to me. they're really call trying to call me when he wins. Now, Halliburton is good, right. man. Hey, call me when like, he wins a playing game. Man, he was on the team. Call me when he gets some around him, bro. He was on the first World Cup team to be that disappointing. Okay. <laughs> he's on the he's on the Indiana Pacers. Y'all act like John gonna hold this man to eight since, points. Since I ain't Miller. saying that, but John gonna go at that man. John gonna cook yeah, that. Well, uh, John gonna get his. He he, he better he ain't be stopping John. anything. He better be guarding John. All I can say, man. How, y'all yeah. act like this man coming back in first team all defense. But uh, what I'm saying you is, talk about hollow. That man is hollow. About, hollow uh, Halliburton. <laughs> man, stop. Halliburton. Don't man. look at his numbers. 45 shooting look, numbers. He cold. But John's going to go at that man. I, I understand said, all that. I want to see it. The and the media is almost trying to scrub John's existence like he never existed and just put Tyrese Halliburton in that spot. And John's like, all right. Do you think it makes sense you. for John to It's because say, big screw media the league. wants Indiana to have a team. You know, it's like hmm. big media. Yeah, wants, that's what it is. They want the Indiana market. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They want them to have something to be. But yeah, something to be proud. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll be they, on an eight-game winning streak by then, dude. according to you, because they turned it around. You got despite Taylor. You got, you got Halliburton in the Hall of Fame. No, <laughs> no, I just said they'll be on. Remember, Saints said they've turned it around. They're going to win so the next. Straight, they're going to win bro. Dallas, Phoenix, Detroit, Minnesota, Dallas, no, Houston. I thought Houston. Was, uh, no, man, stop. Who they got? Who are the next three for real? The Dallas? next three are Dallas, Phoenix, Detroit. No, they ain't what I meant. Okay, well, that's what you said. I'm like, that's why Sand said, that, it was, uh, Sand said this was a real turning point in Utah. I thought it was Dallas, win. Detroit, Houston. No, Dallas, Phoenix, Detroit. Oh, no, I ain't mean that at all. They got yeah. Minnesota. No, no, ain't, no. Ain't going to be no three straight. Okay, no. so that, maybe not as much of a turning point yeah, as my bad. I initially thought. We're going to win. Bro, we're going to win tonight. We yes, because Luka is out, as you've brought to our attention. We're going to get maybe both of them Houston games. I'd like at least one. Hey, the just one give me here. one of them, bro. Because hey. they're, they're winless on the road still. As much as you love Ime Udoka, the, them kids and Dylan Payne <laughs> went on the road. Hey, My Lord, you have, crowned, you have crowned. Y'all have crowned him, Coach. He hey. got a game on the road. Ain't won a game yes, on the road yet. I was yet. the main dude that said, y'all crowned Ime Udoka too fast. Like, that bro took, that bro right. took a team from Boston. That. And that team was, that already, was already ready, ready made. made. Right. And they were just making their your natural possessions. I do think aggressive. he's a good coach. Don't oh, he's a coach, man. Because yeah. he, he was doing all that while having an affair. You know what I'm saying? And managing. Uh, Nia, man, just wants you to put that. Just, you keep bringing it. That man was managing Nia Long and other side chicks at the same time. That's and crazy. coaching the Boston Celtics. Bro, he was ruining the Eastern Conference and marriages at the Come same on, time. Come on, man. Like, how do you do that? Daddy, you got to get that man from. You, you think that man could handle Dylan Brooks? Come on now. Hey, but for real though, bro, you got to get him. Just the fact that he made that he's got Dylan Brooks in the sunken place. That alone, the sunken place, is enough to give me that man props. You could start. You could start to see it a little bit in the World Cup that he was a little different. But I agree, it's one nah, thing to be on the whole national vibe, team. He tuned it all the way down. Yeah, he still was playing stupid for them. Like he he was making shots though. Yes, but he still was true. just you know taking a lot of shots. He was going crazy still. Oh, that man, they hypnotized that man. Like Dylan is in the sunken place for real. Like, I that mean, dude is not Dylan Brooks we had last year. No, uh, we're close. You have your prime sweatshirt on. You know uh, The man across when you said prime shouldn't be the Sports Illustrated I hate uh, man of the year. Uh, what do you have to say to him? Man, you got to give him I the had to year. Get Come on, on bro. Uh, yeah. Sportsman of the year? He had no other sportsman of the year. Well, you got you got Mikey Williams as sportsman <laughs> of the year. So. I mean, he he did beat the case. He was an overcomer, bro. An overcomer. He did. He overcame adversity. That was not on my bingo card to see Mikey Williams, like, literally having a shot to be a Tiger this year, bro. Like, I did not see none of that happening. And you know Penny's you know going to have that dude playing. But you asked about Coach Prime, You right? talk No, nah, Penny is not going to put Mikey, bro, Mikey Williams, Williams on this is, team are, and bro, on this court. you are crazy, bro. I, if you think I, that man I, ain't playing. I'll never say 100% because Penny will throw that curveball, but he is not playing this year on this team. Hey, hey Orange, please, bro. Hey, Orange Mound is celebrating right now. Our this native, man said that Mikey's going to average son, 30 minutes. Please. I ain't say nothing, did I? Our, our native son coming back home to the mound. Get ready for him. He coming home, baby. Free my guy, Mikey Williams, bro. He coming home. 
Orange Mound, we celebrating. We, we, we're not doing that. We're not doing Hey, bro, that. y'all are crazy if you think Penny ain't finna play that. That dude is going to be a Tiger, bro. He, next, he, year. next year. This, Penny, this is Penny Hardaway we talking about. Next year. You think so? I mean, I it, think it, it sounds like that. defense lead this attorney year was talking about next year because his sentencing thing is next year. Right, he's got to complete his and, stuff. And, and, the, and the defense attorney said, we, we circled this date because be it's ahead tiger, of classes. He's yes. going no, to be a tiger. If, if, if he wants that. to be, he will be. Yeah. If he wants to this be. Because yeah. Penny, we know, obviously right. wants him here. He's, Penny's uh, got is. too much of a heart for dudes. And yeah. he's like, he, he's star power. Like, he's, yeah. yeah, man, it's happening. Um, look, I, 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 let's talk about the Mikey Williams situation. Rush right? to judgment. Because, but y'all going to talk about that? We're going to talk about Code Prime. Because they hate no more boys. Well, too. well no, I, I do need I, to knock that out. Really, it's the same, right? Both we, we got, We won it. We right. won it. He's just wrong. We, right. won, we won Sportsman of the Year. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's nothing else. I mean, and that's in pretty we, much the I end think of that you just discussion. need to take that win and just move on. John does need to look in the mirror about the Mikey yeah. situation, though. So why y'all, why y'all want Coach Prime to be humble, though, bro? Why, no, I, he's, oh. he's cool with me. I'm just saying, like, 4-8, and eight, I don't think should get you Sportsman of the Year. I think it should because his team was 1-10 last year. So why, why shouldn't he get I mean, it's an improvement. There's no doubt about that. We gave him his flowers for that. So, so you think the only improvement that – I think Deion he, Sanders made is like wins and losses in Colorado. Oh no, he changed right, that right, whole thing. I'm glad you went there. Yeah, way we're more talking than that. about like, if, is it Colorado sports? Really? He, he beat out like a fly fisherman or something. Like, right, bro, yeah. here's here's a prime example. I'm a person who's been in sports journalism for ten years. Right, I've been doing radio for probably three or four. Right, I didn't give zero craps about college football at all. There was nothing about college football that would ever make me care. Still don't. <laughs> but because yep. Prime has been invested in oh, college football. I, I, I don't deny his impact. He's helped the entire game, bro. Like, that's I, I agree with that. And, you know, obviously because he started, mm-hmm. he he lost a lot. He started, mm-hmm. he stopped being sort of the – but when they were on that start, it was great. Like, it was, we were coming here every week talking about right. Dion. You know, he, like – whole I, country was talking right. about yeah, I, like, I can't speak for everybody, but I wasn't – the wins were great, but I wasn't expecting this to be like, oh, right. I was about to be in the – you know, championship. Game. I ain't expecting none. I thought I knew they right. were gonna fall off. I mean, I thought like I thought maybe there was a chance they could get to yeah. a bowl. They could maybe get to six. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I thought they were like I definitely thought they, they were bowling. three and one or whatever mm-hmm. their record Four was. And two I, at one point. Yeah, I thought there was a chance. And I'm, not, lost two I'm, games I'm not holding. I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm not sitting here saying that he did a bad job at all. Mm-hmm. He did a really good. He, he went over his win total. Right. You know. So in terms of. What do you? I mean, I, you know, it's just it's a it's a different conversation. We talk about Sports Illustrated, Sports in the Year. Whatever. He's making college football they, fun again. They win because we're sitting here talking about it, and that's what you're. That's exactly that's, right. You know, that's what you're yeah. trying to do. Let's talk about Mikey Williams. Come on. So, so what I said. Free at Mikey the time, Williams, bro. He's free. orange mound. Get ready. He's free now. Why do you keep making him orange mound? Because he had a house in the mound. He did, bro. He was just you know at that? one. I no, he owned a house in Orange Mound. <laughs> do we know this for sure? This yeah, is well, on why record would he just be at somebody's house in Orange Mound? He owns a house in Orange Mound, bro. That p- the pictures you saw, if you go look it up, Mikey Williams owns that house, bro. You, you know that? Brad, look at can my you face. confirm it? You can we... tell whether or not I know that. I mean, I knew he it's took on, a picture in front of something. It's on something. the Shelby County Assessor. Though. Michael Williams owned that junk. Y'all <laughs> yes. been digging in like that? Yes, That's bro. just what the Mike streets Williams is. Owns you that? You, I'm not. You, I'm you sorry. Mikey I must Williams see. was just at the candy lady's house or something? <laughs> About a pickle or something? A pickle I mean, he's at his folks. I mean, he got folks in, he got folks here in Memphis. He has Memphis ties now. He owns that house, bro. He should own that house. I mean, he had a million-dollar house in San Diego. He should uh, own a house in the mound. <laughs> I mean, if you own a home in the mound, you are one of the mound's hey, he's own. our native son, okay. man. All right, well, I just need to get that cleared hey, up. Hey, when he little. comes out there, when he, when he goes to the NBA, bro, he's going to say, from Memphis, from Orange Mound. I like it, yeah. There you go. Come on, bro. J- now, J- look, look, we really need the apology now. That's what we've matter been waiting fact, on, John. Right? Matter of fact, Memphis Madness. I don't know if he's going to do it. What they doing? Student Madness. Memphis cookout, barbecue, whatever they're doing. Memphis uh, block party, whatever they're doing, bro. When they announce Mikey Williams next year. Yeah. From Orange Mound. No. You ready? How you going to say he ain't from Orange Mound? He literally lives here. Like, he, he's a resident of Memphis. I, I mean, I he's didn't know homeowner. until literally just this <laughs> he's a second. Homeowner. How many kids on our team are homeowners, bro? Uh, actually, they all really are. They're all. <laughs> Who is the assessor? We need to. Uh, Some dudes all on the damn Shelby family, County bro. Assessor, nah, uh, University of Memphis NIL is a matching 401k program, bro. <laughs> That's what we're good. We got two and a half percent for the first five. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about Mikey Williams. Am I going to apologize? I am not going to apologize. That is not what I'm going to do. Jeff once wrote that Zebo should not come here. You yep. once wrote Mikey should not come yep. here. Now, I would say. Now you tell me. I would say there's a pretty key difference. Was, was a gun right. sound the best sound to use? Just no, it, no, it was not. All right, go ahead. But Zebo didn't have eight, nine felony charges, right? I mean, when that I, I, when that I'm, when that I'm okay was saying uh, that I'm okay with saying that Zebo was a worse human being than than well, we knew, than we knew he did some we had he had done some things. Zebo has been involved. It's, it's the shooting at the car for John saying that. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, my, that he can't it was get a, a yeah. it was a when, but, I, when I wrote what I wrote and said what I said. 
100%. At the time, though, all we had was, the first of all, they kept adding charges. Mm-hmm. Like, every time you looked up, it was like, <laughs> uh, uh, starting with two, now six, now yes. it's nine, yes. right? Yes. And so it's a risk assessment. I, I said, even when I wrote, he's he, he is due, just like any, any other American, he is due a due process in right. court. Right, right. But that's a different conversation than, is this somebody that I should be inviting into my program right now? And and I stand by that. I stand by that. I'm I'm happy for him that it got you know uh, dropped down and yeah. and, I, and it's a totally well, you know depending on bring him out here. Oh well, well it, to me it's a totally different calculation now mm-hmm. because you're dealing with a misdemeanor as opposed to non felonies. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different. Yeah, that's a whole different bag. Completely, you know. And I, I would say, like, who hasn't had a misdemeanor, right? Like, I we, have not we, had a. Well, congrats, man. I mean, oh, I, what's what a mis- misdemeanor county? Well, what's the crime? I'll tell you. Not a lot of misdemeanors. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, there's, I mean, everything's a misdemeanor, where like a, you know. So then, I, uh, so it's just totally different to me when you're talking about that getting reduced. They clearly didn't have the evidence. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. Cloud, the prosecution waited a lot, waste a lot of time. It seems like me, district attorney did. So I mean, I never, I never came on here and said that Mikey Williams should be th- th- uh, in prison. But, but what? I, but my the- only thing was, I kept, I kept pointing out to you. Well, I, we can't say it right now, and it looks bad for him. But it's a, if it's a self defense case. Well, you're right. You did say that. But you know, and and again, in the end, it's. I mean, the, the, the DA laid off, and so. Well, the, the challenge was you're having to make a a decision right at just, that time and it's like okay i it could be that or it could not be that and yeah. it's like you know what do i believe i just think i mean penny backing the man the whole way through now hey free my guy man it, it, well i think penny's default set and that's a credit to him right he's I mean, gonna he's gonna give people well, the benefit what just of the that doubt. i mean the, even the defense attorney said him and laird veach and they were all yeah. lockstep and finding out what he what the defense attorney thought right. was gonna happen and everything else they didn't have this but Sounds like been pr- pretty clued in on what's going to happen. But you should not bring him in this year, right? That would be a mistake. That even with, I mean, I don't it's even like, know if you yeah, can. listen to y'all now. I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, it's it's going too well right now, honestly. Don't y'all remember when we were talking about this? And I was saying, I think I said that here. I was saying reasons why Penny would kind of take the I'm supporting Mikey thing mm-hmm. instead because his thing was okay. I always just let the legal system determine, determine how he I look. Said it the you whole know what way. I mean? Yep. And now Penny looks like the good guy in this. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. He came out. He, right. could not have, he could not have come out better. Because if Mikey Williams had been found, um, if if if, 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 stuck. if this if this story happened to if this story happened yesterday, right? Yep. And Penny had let him go months ago, there would have been people on social media that is 100%. destroying Penny Hardaway. That is 100. Like, well, and, and it, it, more importantly, probably behind the scenes, yeah. what's not said. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, you know, what would, would would have been said is Penny dropped somebody that was an he, innocent he, man. Right. He, he didn't. He didn't, didn't even do all that. Yeah. He didn't stand by. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Now again, it could go the other way. Mm-hmm. He this, this kid could they could have stuck and and I'm just saying hypothetically they could have stuck and then it's like well you stood behind a dude that shot whatever yeah. into yeah but you, you know. also waited until the law oh, right? yeah. until the criminal yeah. justice no, he, and he and that and to his very, that's what he said the whole time he, he played it well he, he right. played it well. it's a very justice. passive stick behind it's not like Mikey was like like sitting on the bench you know what I mean it's not like he was playing Mikey Williams in games or anything like he was like yeah I'm, I'm with you man get your subject figured out and we'll figure out from there and now it's it's figured out and now Penny can say all right. Next year, or whatever we'll we'll bring you on, and I think I think he played it perfectly to me. Uh, he, there's no, and, it, and it worked out for yeah. him. You know, yeah. if it was a poker hand, he played it perfectly. Well, yeah. just just real quick, he he said that I want to be a billionaire by the time he's 25. So to get to that, if that is truly his, it's his goal. Is the best path for him to do that still to come to Memphis next year, or is it to go some other route, pursue other business opportunities, get the career going back now, whatever that's overtime elite or whatever else? What's would, what's his best path back to rebuilding it all? I would be shocked if um, if Penny doesn't selfishly look at this, especially when you know that you're about to lose. Um, can't think of the kid's name. Javon. You're about to lose Javon Quinley. You have you have you have Mikey Williams who who will be two years removed from college basketball. And I'm sure Penny's going to set up some type of workout program or something to have to keep him somewhere in the gym. And I'm sure he has some level of trust with Penny, simply because Penny's you know pretty much stuck with him. So he needs to come to Memphis. Yeah, I think I, I, I think, think to the basketball for, for, for world, himself, he needs to be a part of something yeah, that's bigger right. than him, and, rather and, than and, him and, being the thing. So and I, he clearly I needs that. he clearly needs somebody to sort of put their hands on him in a. Uh, in, I could, in couldn't a agree more way. on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why again, Penny, you know, could be the perfect guy for that. It worked out for him in this case, but clearly, like he's you know, he's not in the right situation. Is that is know? his friend? His the Jay is on the team. Yeah. Is he red shirt? Is he? No, he's 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 not red shirt. No, but or, he's just not. He's he's just, but he's not playing. Right. So, so I guess you could retroactively still yeah, do oh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Retroactively. He's just not. He's, he's not cracking. He ain't the cracked him in it. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, he's right. got. You know, he's not getting in over Ashton, and he shouldn't get in and over. Then, Ashton. These days, what does that even matter? What does it even mean or matter? Like, 
It doesn't. <laughs> right. It doesn't. Red-shirted guys, like, it I don't mean, even every, You anymore. can pretty much, every unless the kid is related to the coach or he's a top 10 kid, most freshmen don't play. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the way it goes. You know, that will sort of stabilize in the next couple of years because COVID years end and all that. Yeah. But um, for now, in the next year or two, it's going to be that way. Right. You red-shirted a kid. He's just going to transfer anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's it's, part. It's it, literally it, no point in it. Bro, you, you can't play him because he's going to stink. Yeah, I mean, so it's like you got to make you know it's it's a it's a catch twenty two situation there for the most part. If you can talk that because that kid can play, like I think if you kind of talk him into staying, and you know you got uh, Mikey coming back next year, and yeah, Mikey's gonna be here, bro. Like I, I can't see it would make no sense yeah. to have done all of this and st- stood by and let him go somewhere. Else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and again, if he goes somewhere else, if he's not here, it's gonna be Mikey's own volition. Choice. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. you know, but Penny, I think. I mean, oh, 100%. He's never made any, and to his credit, he's never made any uh, two bones about it. Door's been open. Right. Just handle your legal affairs. Yeah, Door's been, been open. Yeah. Ashton's intriguing, man. Oh, that dude. Who, he, reminds he, me of, uh, he reminds me of, uh, what's the guy's name? His um, shooting uh, touches. He's like elite. a commentator in the league. He, he reminds, reminds me kind of like a, a Shannon Fry type of game. Like when, when Shannon Fry was in college, he was a beast. Like he, his game kind of reminds me of him. Because he's tall, long, he can knock down shots. Kind of got... Almost Robert Ory esque if you kind of look at his game, but he can he can go man like that he kid's can. gonna be all right like he if he, nothing else he can shoot the ball and I didn't because I, I mean I remember Penn saying these same things about Jaden like Jaden's gonna be the best shooter in college basketball and all those type of things but, uh, yeah <laughs> but uh, Ashton can shoot that joint for real though like I, I like his game he's confident you yep. know what I mean so yeah I, I like his game well I was talking to somebody about this the other day and and they said as it relates cuz i was saying the same thing to this person i said you know man ashton looks like it's crazy how good he looks as a freshman mm. and and this person made the point well yeah look what he's surrounded by imagine if you had put lester or boogie in there as yeah. freshmen mm-hmm. how good they this type you know of what i'm saying yeah, mm-hmm. how they could have like unfortunately for memphis it was all just young kids, you yeah. know, learning to play at the same one time. time right. You know, it is a, it is a little easier when you're one freshman next to four, you know, That's, upperclassmen. Yeah. You know, whether it's DJ or whoever, you know, mm-hmm. you yeah. can you can look a lot better, and your mistakes are not as closely yeah. scrutinized. You know, because I got a question for y'all though. What, what about y'all, boy Jordan Brown though? Mm. We, we haven't f- figured out how to make it fit yet because we're up tempo in the East right. half court. That's exactly That's right. Simple. Is that what it is? Yeah, they got to get him involved, though. I mean, I think he's a little out of shape. I, that's what I was looking at. I, I think don't know that he's fully healthy. He may not be fully healthy. Yeah. He's a little out of shape, and he's never had to play this way. This fast. And he's not a rim protector. Um, no, he's not. He's not above the rim. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.